I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Do, 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 do. I know, you know, that I'm not telling the truth. I know, you know, they just don't have any proof. Embrace the deception. Learn how to bend your worst inhibitions and to psych you out in the end. Episode about psych, Lassie come home. Representing stroke survivors. Boom. Is that your impression of me? That's you. All right. Boom. Intro done. That's the worst impression of me. <laughs> Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Neuro Nerds. Welcome to the Neuro Nerds special episode. Say it every week, mean it every this week. This is the real though. This is the real, real. This is definitely a real, real uh, special episode. This is the true, true. The, yeah, this. Yeah, we are part of the true, true. So you hear that voice? That's not Lauren El Manzano. No, it's not because I'm not quaking in my boots and I'm not fearing for my physical safety, even via Skype, which we've been doing. I actually have my significantly better, significant better half right in front of me, Miss Felice Lazay. Hey! Oh, <laughs> First, you do the worst impression of me ever. I mean, ever. It's pretty accurate. It was. It is absolutely not. And then, secondly, that's your intro. A. Hey, are you the Fonz? I don't know. Are you Fonzie from? Maybe. Are you Arthur Fonzarelli? Pretty cool. So, also, like, you're really, really excited about this episode because this is spoiler alert. It's about Psych. We just watched. It's what, Psych 2, the movie. Lassie Come Home. Lassie Come Home. Why is that a big deal? First off, I'm a big fan of Psych. Felice is like obsessed with Psych. I'm a huge fan of Psych. I didn't realize that I kind of purposely, but not on purpose, put a pineapple LED light in our studio. And that's a big part of Psych. It is. It it is for you psychos. Is that what they call themselves? Uh, Yeah, they call Psych fans psychos. So Felice, huge, massive fan. Why is this a big deal? Neuro nerds, psych, yeah, it's nerdy. I get it. Lassie, it's Lassiter. It's very nerdy. Very. Lassiter, one of the main characters in the show, he, in real life, suffered a stroke. Almost catastrophic. Yes. You know what? I don't know exactly what kind of stroke. Let's find out. I believe it was ischemic. Was ischemic? <laughs> I'm not 100% sure because I had a brain injury. You mean myself? I had a hemorrhagic stroke. So... So this is a very special episode, yes, because like we're covering being a a stroke survivor in mainstream media because Psych has a massive following and police just look some stuff up. Yeah. Oh, no, I I, I still didn't have the information for you. No, she she looked like she did. She didn't. Turns out she just looks really smart. I'm not as good at Lauren at just seamlessly finding information. Yeah, she's she's pretty good at uh, checking Dr. Google. Yes. Dr. Google. um, Yeah. So so Felice is like the psych fan. She's definitely a psycho. Not even with the psych thing. She's just psycho. (laughs) Yes. But it's it's pretty cool because I actually got to see the show and it's a very solid portrayal of a stroke survivor. Yes. It is. And to be honest, a little 
little bit more emotional than I wanted to be. But I was basically forced to watch it from my beautiful significant other who's staring at me awkwardly right now because she was so excited. And it's such it's such an important part of and I know it sounds weird, but like our dynamic because it became her show, which in turn, it became not just her show, but our show. You know, it was such a beautiful thing. And it's even more emotional and impactful, too, because Lasseter had a stroke. I had a stroke. So there was that weird dynamic between the cast and also the characters that we've come to grow and love. <laughs> yes. You know, and there was a lot of like. It feels like we grew up with them. <laughs> seriously. And there's a lot of parallels between like what's going on with him and his relationships and, and me, myself. So I didn't want to watch it. I didn't. I and not that I don't like psych because I love psych. I didn't want to be in that headspace. I was in like this really I've been very hopeful and very, very in a very good zone the last like two weeks. And I knew it was going to hit me in the feels and I knew it was going to put me like in a weird place because I knew it was going to be a pretty accurate portrayal of a, of a stroke survivor. I didn't want to get in that headspace. So Felice every day for like four days was asking, do you want to see it today? And I'm like, no, I don't want to. Are you sure? I watched it by myself. She did. And I literally watched it by myself and was like crying. <laughs> but I was crying like because out of joy, because like there were moments that were really wonderful and like just about the character's development in general that were really touching. But the portrayal of Lassiter was real because he really did Timothy I'm going to say his name wrong Amundsen yeah Amundsen Timothy Amundsen had a stroke in real life which I failed at figuring out what kind of stroke it was terrible but he did have a a stroke in real life and so him playing that character now having had a stroke in the show was real like you could see it in his eyes you could see it in his physicality you could see it and maybe somebody who's never known someone who's had a stroke may not have noticed some of those things right away i mean even myself like when i first saw him i was like oh he looks pretty good but then as i kept looking i was like no no i can see it he had no, a stroke I, I saw it i mean not no i don't want to say he didn't look he looked great no he he, he looked, he looked amazing and again it's one of those things that if you had a brain injury you can if somebody says something you're like oh no i understand that i'm not i don't just kind of like i understand exactly what that is like when we talk about neuro fatigue when we talk about brain fog Unless you've actually experienced it, you have no idea what it feels like. You know, you can kind of almost guess, but you don't know what it feels like. So when I saw him immediately, I was like, oh, yeah. Not that it was crazy noticeable, but I noticed because I just noticed. It's the little things. It's kind of like I mentioned this before several times, too. A soldier can spot another soldier in a crowd. There's something about the aura, the demeanor, just little things that you a soldier can see and be like, oh, that's that's one of mine. I feel the same way. I can spot out somebody who's kind of had a brain injury in a crowd. It's weird. Or even on TV, I'm like, oh, yeah, that person has that look. There's just a certain thing. And and he had that aura. And it was it was I'm just gonna say it was a lot. I mean, for me, as a partner to someone who's ha- suffered a stroke, someone meaning Joe, I saw a lot of the things in in Lassiter or, or Timothy uh, Amundsen. I don't know why I want to say uh, Almond. Almond. Amundsen. I saw a lot of the things about him that I saw in Joe. The faraway look in his eyes. The kind of like almost like a he's there, but he wasn't. He wasn't totally there. And so, like those things are not like we've seen people portray somebody in shows. Oh, they had a stroke, but it's not real. Yeah, it's like and, shitty portrayals, to be honest. Yeah, and so this was very real to see that. But what was beautiful, too, though, was the way that the characters interacted with him. They were treating him like himself. It wasn't, nobody was, like, tiptoeing around it or trying to, like, treat him differently, which I think is really important during recovery in that way. Obviously, you got to treat certain things differently, like, you know, in helping, especially with mobility issues and things like that. But there was a kind of, like, a a normalcy they brought to it as well of just trying to like comfort him in that he's still their friend and he's still the same person to them, which I thought was really beautiful. And that's something that we did a lot with Joe too. When people came to visit, you know, our friends were making all the same (laughs) silly, inappropriate, inappropriate jokes (laughs) that really helped Joe come back. I really believe there was moments, there was special moments with certain friends when they came to visit that certain things would come back to Joe because they were just acting normal with him and talking to him normally. I think I'm walking because of that. Specifically when Teo came to visit me. Yeah, that was a big, deal in my recovery i wish i remembered any of it it was really beautiful it was really late at night and he came through and he 
was just joking and making regular jokes about stuff in the hospital like that was funny that looked funny like (laughs) just silly stuff and you were cracking up and then all of a sudden you just nonchalantly moved your foot because it was was like a time where i wasn't acknowledging that i had a left side so i had left side neglect and like it's i literally like i just did not acknowledge that there was anything on the left side and i didn't move it for what a couple of days yeah, yeah and, several and, days. Yeah, it was, so it, it was like, like okay, week. is it functional? Is yeah. it going to be a thing? And and just in talking to you know one, one of my my closest friends, just being our normal idiot selves, and I think I relaxed enough to where I was like, oh yeah, I do have a left side, and I started to move. And without pointing it out or making a big deal, apparently everybody just went about their business and was like really internally excited. We were excited, but yeah. externally it was just like, oh okay, just keep this going. Yeah, you know, yeah. And that's what I saw a lot in the show too, with like Sean and Gus. That's the main characters of the show. If you don't watch the show, which you should, if you don't watch it, you absolutely should. <laughs> well, I mean, the show's over, but you should go back and watch all the show. You should episodes. binge it. You should it's binge amazing. it. It's amazing. It's like eight like seasons, eight or nine years. Take a couple of days off of work. You know what? We're in the middle of a pandemic. Stay home. You isolate got time. Yourself, you got time. Watch Psych. You got time. But go it, watch. Psych. It was it was a hard watch for me. Yeah, it was right. It hit home, but it was hopeful. It was good. It was just. It was real. It was a look in his eyes. Yeah, it was a look in his eyes. Yeah, that hit me too. Thank you to our amazing community on Patreon for supporting this podcast. You can support us too and get different perks and gifts depending on which Neuro Jedi tier you sign up for. For example, if you're on our Neuro Padawan $5 tier, then you're probably listening to this episode a day early before it's public release. Your support helps us grow and continue to create this podcast. Plus, a portion of the proceeds go to a different cause or individual in the brain injury survivor community each month. Sign up at patreon.com slash the neuronerds. I don't have a lot of memory of the hospital. I don't. And thank goodness for most of it. I just remember every once in a while, you know, even after I got home, just looking in the looking in the mirror and just not recognizing who I saw in the reflection. I leaned out, you know, it wasn't that I was just frail. It wasn't that I had a hole in my head. And for the first time in my life, I shaved my head. It wasn't any of that. It was the look in my eyes. It was the same far away, confused almost. Like, you're here. You're here. He he was there. He was acting his ass off because he's still a, a great actor. He was still pulling off the character that he was, that he's played for a decade. He still did that. But he had that look. He just had that lost look that I think a lot of us brain injury survivors have, that it's just, it's a far away look. It's hard to explain. It's hard to describe unless you've actually been through it. And I've seen it through both sides. I've seen myself in a mirror and I did not. It's different. I, I saw it in your eyes. I too. didn't recognize myself. Yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know who was who I was looking at. It was really hard. And it's the same look that I saw in his eyes when he was playing Lassiter when he was playing the character and I almost felt like I was playing a character of myself because I was still functional and I was still talking and I was still you know I don't know being as close to me as possible but I wasn't me at all I was basically acting and I was pretending to be me but I wasn't me yet and I feel like he was basically doing the same he was acting he was acting like the character that he had played but there was a lost look in his eyes and it was really hard for me to get past yeah yeah. you know what I really appreciated about him as an actor is that he allowed himself to show that to millions of people that watched that movie because that's a very vulnerable very private thing you know the fact that not just i mean he's also on this is us and he's playing a stroke survivor on there as well yeah, which is great they wrote watch, that they wrote that into the script i, I don't watch that show i don't <laughs> have enough emotional mental bandwidth to watch shows like that not just because of the stroke survivor thing just period it's just like a lot of drama look we're living through 2020 we, we've got enough drama i don't need to see you know personal in-depth deep drama i don't it was just really difficult to see but it was also beautiful to see it was beautiful to see a reasonably accurate portrayal of my community you know and, and a he's young part. stroke and a young stroke survivor he's not an old man he's, no, no, no. he's, he's in not his, a, he's, he's in his 40s he's in his early 40s and, yeah. I am currently in my early 40s. I know you're thinking, Joe, clearly you're barely 21 years old. There's no way you're older than 22. I get it. 
He's actually 51. Is he 51? Mm-hmm. Hey, he looks magnificent. He looks great. I thought you were saying me. I was like, oh, don't age me. No, I'm not no, 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 no. He's, but he was in his late 40s when he had the stroke, right? Yeah. Because yeah, it was a couple, it was a few years ago, right? I, I don't, I don't remember yeah, so. exactly. It was, it was a, a shocker too, because it's like, he's such a, a beloved character on that show and it's like our show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was interesting and it was interesting to see the dynamic between the friends, right? The cast. And then at the end, not to give Spoiler anything alert. away. You guys just watch it. It's, it's not go, it's like. It's fine. It's not a big. This spoiler. isn't like the Matrix. This isn't like a uh, Shutter Island. This isn't Sixth Sense. It's psych. Get over it, guys. <laughs> so, spoiler alert. <laughs> um, at, at the end, when he actually reunites with his wife that he kept out of the hospital because he didn't want. He didn't want her to see him that week. So he kept her at arm's length. And then he was in a wheelchair because he did have his left side just decimated. And, you know, he's having trouble and he could he was having trouble walking. Yeah, he had trouble with his hand. And so he was in a wheelchair and he didn't want her to see him in a wheelchair. And at the end, he got up out of the wheelchair and walked to her. It was that like was a really beautiful. big. Yeah. It was a big moment. Now, I know it isn't the first time that he had walked in the show. It was like, oh, it's the first time he had walked. But. I know he had that moment. We had that moment with you, you know. We all have that moment going through a stroke recovery. I know he had that moment where you go from sitting down or using a cane or wheelchair, whatever it is, to standing up and taking your first steps. And he, he's a great actor. You know, he's a really good actor. He, it just, it came across and it was very emotional to see. I'm keeping myself together for Joe, but I lost it during that part when, especially when I watched it by myself. I remember that being the partner side of that when Joe first was able to walk again. And it's like the most joyful though feeling too, because it's like, yes, what he portrayed so beautifully was also being a strong character, like being a strong person beforehand, before the stroke, and then having to ask for help and be able to release any feelings of shame or which you shouldn't have but well, just, no, but you do you do you, know, you have it all the time i shouldn't say you shouldn't have i just mean that there's no need for that but obviously no, 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 people no, no. feel it's, the way they you, feel no, you're right you, yeah. you shouldn't feel that way you should just feel you know you shouldn't have that guilt you shouldn't have that stress but we do all of us do we do we have that shame we have that stress we have that fear all the time it was difficult to see but it was also great to see it was great to see that part of recovery and then he was just he just didn't want to be that weak, frail, broken person. And then he also had that thing where it's like, well, why would my significant other want that? And that's the thing. Like, of course, we want like you felt like I just saw something on on Instagram today or yesterday. I don't know. And it was a husband and wife and the wife was severely burned. And they had a picture of them before she was burned. She was really you know, beautiful. And, and then after she was burned, I mean, it was bad. Her whole body was face arms everything and the husband said I didn't fall in love with her looks I fell in love with her soul and so you know like that's when you have a real you know bond with your partner those superficial things are not the part that you are there for you know you're there for their companionship and their soul and the person that they are and the way they make you feel and you know that friendship and that love and so I also love that they did show that he he didn't let her come at yeah. first it wasn't because I was kind of thinking that through the whole like, why wasn't mo- I'm there? like where is Marlo that's his wife on the show yes I know Where's everybody's Marlo? I know I know everybody's characters she's played by Buffy the Vampire Slayer yeah, the, the real Buffy the Vampire Slayer well the original well, yes. <laughs> the actress who yes. played the original the real movie. Buffy the Vampire Slayer you know, Chrissy Swanson that's something that this show does and they do it in the movies too is they always cast people that are from like 90s and 80s, like iconic TV shows or movies or just iconic 90s, 80s people, figures. So like, yeah, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is his wife. Yeah, it, it was a, a beautiful moment because she was just basically like, yeah, like what? There isn't a choice. There isn't, there wasn't a... a mm-hmm. There uh, isn't a... <laughs> it's annoying. I know, I know, but it's, this is... um. Well, no, because I, I understand it, yeah, you know? Like, yeah. I still don't know why you stuck around. Because I love you. <laughs> I love you. That's what partnership is about. You know, we're here for each other. It was, it was so hard, you know, because I, I was physically and mentally a shell of what I, what I was. I couldn't walk, had a giant hole in my head. I was afraid of everything. I couldn't function. And, you know, you were there telling me, you know, does it feel better to feel bad? Or does it feel better to feel good? Mm-hmm. That this was a blessing. 
I didn't, I didn't understand that. You know, it took me it took me forever, but I I understand it 100 now. I just I didn't at the time, and I just didn't understand. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, yeah, it it does. It was just it was hard to see. It was just it was hard to see. Yeah, it was really not. And again, I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to do any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I knew it was going to affect me this way, and that's why I kept telling you I, I'm not ready to be in that headspace until you literally forced me. <laughs> but it was beautiful, wasn't it? it no, it, it was. was so and I knew even on day one. When you were like, we should watch this. And I was like, if I watch this, I'm going to break. I'm just going to break. And it took me a few days. I was going to break no matter what. You know, I just wanted to enjoy that happy-go-lucky feeling that I had for a few more days. We have a Stella in here over here looking Joe down. <laughs> well, that sounded awkward. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's doing her job. Yeah, um, I'm is. a little amped. So she's right at my feet and she's uh, taking care of me best make, I can make sure to make sure my blood pressure doesn't spike because she's a rock star dog and there was a dog represent uh a representation in in, uh, the show too they so they've had a so not touched because immediately because joe's stella is joe's service animal and they brought in morrissey immediately the nurse was like you can't have and the nurse is played by what's her name uh, Sarah Chalk Sarah, from uh, Scrubs. Scrubs and Roseanne, and they oh were, yeah, New Becky, and they also had a they had a reference to those to Scrubs, of course, because that's they what did. they do on the show. And she's also Beth from Rick and Morty. Oh yeah, that's double right. nerdum. So she comes in and goes, "Oh, you can't have dogs in here," and they go, "Oh, Morrissey is a service animal," <laughs> <laughs> and they had like a a, a red shirt of as his, vests that they like duct taped and, and it was flu and they put therapy they, they put added it's, it's hilarious it really just the show it, it's it's so good it's very slapstick it's just a good show everybody should, should watch it and specifically watch psych 2 the movie lassie come home because it's just it's a beautiful moment you know for our community it, it really is i actually felt like wow they got a lot of that right they got a lot of that right with the relationships now this is like the positive side there's a lot of negative side that they, it could have been super negative where like his wife was like ew you're gross and then like she ran away sadly that's happened a lot you know and it's really really sad and it's really gross but it's a reality for a lot of people so I'm, but i'm really happy that they showed that it was very touching to me it was very emotional for me it's like a similar thing you know i i didn't want it was just a lot Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. As a brain injury or a stroke survivor like myself, it's hard for me to get through reading books due to my injury. But with Audible, I can now enjoy as many books as I want just by listening. Thanks to Audible, I can listen to stroke survivor Kavita Bossi's book, Room 23. Once it popped up on Audible, I immediately put it on my wish list. Read Kavita's book with us. That's right. The Neuro Nerds have a book club. What a great way for our brain injury survivor community to read books together. And even if you don't want to read the book we're reading, with this free trial, you can select any book of your choice for free. Go to audibletrial.com slash the neuro nerd. Boom. Boom. <laughs> I like the way that they showed his inner battle. Uh, well, not battle, but like how he was, co- his inner coping mechanism, which was, to talk to his dad. Yeah. I really like that because his dad in the show, the character, he passed away suddenly. And so he kind of was dealing with that being that him, you know, the, his mortality. And if he had passed away, cause he has a child and wanting to be there for them. And so his dad was kind of like in his mind coming in, like coming in, like kind of like a ghost and, but was, um, like a guardian angel, like a guardian. Actually. Yeah. And was guiding him, to get through it and get through, you know, the challenges that he had to get through. Cause it's a, it's a murder mystery show. I yeah. don't know if you guys realize it's a comedy, but it's a murder mystery show. Yeah. So there's always a murder that they're dealing with. There's always a bad guy that they're dealing with. So he had to deal with the battle in real life to save his life. But then he dealt with it internally with his dad's memory in his mind, kind of coaching him to fight through it. And that moment when he said, I'm tired pops, like there was a moment where he just said, I just want to take a nap. I'm just tired. You know, what's crazy. <laughs> I felt that so hard too because yeah. recovery is hard. Yeah. Fuck, recovery is so hard. Sometimes you just want to say, I'm tired. I was in the hospital yeah. and I wasn't even doing a whole lot. I don't remember. I, I probably at most 10%, and that's being very generous of my memory of the hospital. 
I remember some of the stuff, like just certain days, like having to get up to either stretch or I couldn't shower by myself. That sounds re- weird and gross. You had about a month of sponge bath. It was, was it sponge? I don't remember that. I remember, here's what's crazy about the showers. I remember I had like an older nurse, this woman, and she would like basically force me out of bed because I didn't want to get out of bed. Yeah, I was depressed. Yeah, I was, I just, I couldn't keep my eyes open. I was so tired. I was so frail. I was so weak. And she would help me into the shower. I would sit down <laughs> on a chair because I couldn't stand because I was weak. And then I would just be there and she would like, she, she would say, cover up. And I would literally cover up my goods. And then she would turn on the water and just like leave me to bathe myself. It was so weird. That was, was way later so on. Though. That was that was that was your your rehab. I hated it. Yeah, I hated it. You know, and I just remember certain days. Like I didn't want to do anything. It's I I I felt what he was saying when he said I'm tired. I would wake up exhausted because I was still having the PTSD freakouts at night, and I was so so tired. I don't think I've ever been so tired in my life. My first month or two of recovery, I was so tired. I just couldn't do anything. I didn't even know what was what. I didn't know. I didn't know anything. I don't remember. It was literally, it was the definition of radical acceptance. I was just doing these things because that's just what I was doing. And I just remember several times, I'm so tired. I think I even said it to to the nurses. I, I, I'm, I'm so tired. I think I'm just going to sleep. I think I said that more times than probably were not even necessary just i i just said it all the time i'm so tired so i know he was drugged in the show spoiler alert whatever watch the show he just kept saying i'm so tired and it was really good that they portrayed it that way instead of like i feel like the hollywood way if this was just like written in for him to have a stroke and it wasn't because he actually had a stroke it would have been like yeah he just you know beat the bad guy and won and he just lifted himself up and even walked yeah he magically got up and ran away yeah but this was not like that this was like it there was definitely i'm not i'm trying not to give it away but there was definitely like a aha moment where he was able to get away or save himself but it was in a way that was like a way that he could do it still having had he's been he's been dead the whole time (laughs) no No, it's not the sixth sense no no by the way watch sixth sense oh my gosh spoiler alert whatever if you haven't seen it too late it's been out for years so sorry it's one of the greatest that was i'm so sorry guys (laughs) no it it, it was it was really good it's just that that there was a few things specifically it was that it was the i'm so tired it was that that hit me it was the was that look in his eyes it was just that you're here but you're so far away it was just that that look that you can't you can't mimic that look you can't I'm sorry. As great as an actor uh, as you are, Daniel Day Lewis. I'm sorry, can't do it. Um, Maybe Daniel Day Lewis. He might be able to. He might <laughs> he be can able do to. almost. He could probably play. I don't know. Think of something that's unimaginable. But just you can see it. You can see it in his eyes that he has that. You know, and he had a little bit of the the left side droop, and it was a lot. It was a lot of emotions, and I'm a very emotional dude. You know this. I'm tired of crying on my show. Damn it. <laughs> but i really want to commend timothy amundsen amundsen i got it i got his last name that time just call him amen <laughs> i want to really commend him for putting himself out there like that like i really appreciate that now i would like to segue into some fun stuff about psych because psych also is a big nerdy show it is a very very if you if you grew up in the 80s or the 90s you'll absolutely love all of the you references. just get giddy at some of the references because you're like really how did you know that i remember one time he referenced the boy who could fly <laughs> and i just want to say there are many of you out there who are hearing this and going what is she talking about there's some of you who are going oh my gosh the boy who could fly that. i remember that it was this really obscure random movie in the 80s and he just mentioned it in one of the episodes and i'm like oh my gosh it's hilarious yeah. so i wanted to mention some of my favorite themed episodes and then maybe i don't know joe if you have some favorite themed episodes like the psycho episode i'll tell you hands down the greatest episode they've ever done is the clue episode. Oh yeah, the clue episode is so good because the thing about it is when they have so the when we say the clue episode, the psycho episode, not all the episodes are themed, but as they kept progressing through the seasons, they had certain episodes that they would do like themes yeah. for. And so the 
Clue episode, oh, they brilliant. actually had actors from the movie Clue. They had several actors, including Christopher Lloyd, yep. which was great. Mm-hmm. They didn't have Tim Curry, but I think Tim Curry, he had a stroke himself. Oh. Yeah, and I, his his was really, really bad. But they had several of the other characters, including Martin Mull. It's really, really good. And to me, the funniest episode they've ever done. Mm-hmm. Like, just some of the references, some of the things Hilarious. that are, It's so And good. he even did the run like Tim Curry where he ran around the house. Like, um, like in t- Clue. Yeah, in Clue. Like oh, in Clue. if you guys haven't seen Clue, first off, definitely how dare it. you? <laughs> Secondly, stop listening. No. Finish listening. Finish listening, and then go, go watch, watch Clue. Clue. It's brilliant. It's it's. I don't. I, don't even, I can't even describe it. It's so good. Yep. They had a horror movie episode where they like made fun of all the horror movie references from like Friday the Thirteenth. Right. All the horror movie tropes. Which yeah. Is, is is really funny. But come on, the Clue episode because it has Cliff B. Yeah. Anybody who's seen Psych and seen that episode, you know what we're talking you're about. And then also, like I said, the Psycho one was good. They showed different scenes. They reenacted different famous scenes from different Alfred Hitchcock movies yeah. and then that's funny because you know they call the fans of psych psychos yeah like, oh psycho, yeah they do psycho psycho yeah. you're, um, you're a psycho for sure <laughs> has nothing to do with liking psych <laughs> boom nailed it it's just a really good show it's a good show about good friendships it shows about you know lying about psychic abilities so, i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah. so my show is seinfeld i'm a seinfeld guy it's perfect it's chef's kiss Mwah! it's the perfect show for me for Felice, it's psych. This I is like hundred percent her show, and I get it. I would love for this show to be my show. It's not. It's hers, you know. And and she'll have it on in the background. She'll recite lines. It's yeah. This is hundred percent her nerdum. It's the best. Thanks to our sponsor, Avid Technology, for providing us with the tools, or should I say, Pro Tools, to record, edit, and mix our podcast and get our message out clearly to the world. Try Avid first to start recording today for free at avid.com slash pro dash tool. Yay. Yay. So when they decided to, well, I think not just decided, I think they had to do it. Like they did one movie follow up after the show ended and now this was the second one and I'm just so glad that they decided to incorporate Timothy Oz- Amundsen's, I don't know why. Timothy Almond Butter? Almond right? Butter, no. <laughs> Timothy Amundsen's real life event that happened to him with the stroke and incorporating that to show. And I just think it's just, it's just so good so that people, I think it just really showed people through comedy and through, you know, mystery and murder (laughs) what strokes what stroke recovery is yeah i I appreciate as close to again accurate representation of having a stroke and recovering from a stroke is they even touched on well he had a catastrophic stroke is he thinking right right they went into the insanity and that part again messes with me because i think we all at some point think we're going a little bit crazy yeah and me several times through my recovery i'm like no i did that and then like the reality is no you didn't at all and it makes you immediately feel like you're crazy you know not like oh well i I forget it makes you feel insane and they touched on that too and again that was here's how emotional some of the other stuff was that didn't bug me as much and that should really bother me but that's how impactful the other stuff was yeah 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 you know that i'm so glad you brought that up because that was a big part of it too the whole like am i he was thinking am i remembering things right am i not and people were even using that to their advantage of saying oh he's just imagining right well he had a brain injury so obviously he's not thinking that the right way but no he was sharp on on his detective skills He, he was so he basically had a stroke and then solved a mystery he's basically James Bond slash Sherlock Holmes. Yes. Right? Basically. That's how I describe myself every day of my recovery. I mean, obviously, he had a stroke in real life. So that's the big driving factor of why they wrote that into the movie and made the whole movie. The whole movie was about that. It was. The whole movie was centered on him and having had a stroke and his recovery. But I think that it was so good to see a strong character go through that. And then his journey well, out of it, like his, show, it's like the hero's journey to show true strength. Yeah, you true know, strength, and yeah. and I still struggle with that where I try to put on airs and I try, you know, I present really well, and I don't want people to see my deficits. I don't want them to see me struggle because I still see that for some weird reason, even though I know it's not that. I still see that as weakness, even though somebody can have the exact same thing, and I'm looking at that, and I'm like, you know what? That is the strongest person I've seen. That's such an incredible thing that they're doing it's it shows such strength but for me I'm like oh you weak bastard like i i'm it's just the negative talk 
for myself in particular, you know, and I'm trying to get past that. Slowly but surely, I'm getting there. Just like the rest of us, we're working progress. You got to be kind to ourselves. As kind as we are to others, we got to be kind to ourselves. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on taking the oxygen for myself to make sure that I'm functional enough for everybody else, as opposed to giving the oxygen to everybody else and then passing out and dying myself. It's hard. It's, it's not easy, you know, but... Again, everybody should go see that. It's a really good portrayal. The one thing I didn't like is apparently everybody has strokes in that one place. That's ridiculous. Oh, that was the other thing. You keep bringing up other things that I forgot. Like, really, that movie was like literally an ode to stroke stroke recovery. (laughs) Because literally, like the place that he was, mostly every all the patients recovering at the medical facility. He was at a really fancy, fancy medical facility. Oh, and speaking of like, you know, uh, uh, 80s and 90s uh, icons. Dwayne Wayne from a different world was one of the people that had a stroke in that mm-hmm. hospital mm-hmm. thing. And then one of the bad guys also had a stroke. Well, he wasn't like a bad guy, but he he was an older guy and He's he had guy. a stroke and he had recovered. And it was interesting. They were talking about how that character, he used to be like a, like a mob yes. guy, a mob guy. And then his son was upset that once after he had the stroke, he changed he his changed. whole life. He became kind. He became kind. He didn't want to do bad things anymore. And that's kind of like what when I said to Joe, like... That this is a blessing in disguise. Not that Joe was was not like I was a mobster. A mo- I, I was a Russian mobster like that guy. But there was things that Joe was doing before his stroke that were not beneficial to himself. Like you were you were not happy. Compl- I wasn't. I was a very you know? miserable. I was a very anxious. I was a very depressed person that never really lived. I can honestly say that I did not live life the first thirty plus years, thirty some odd years of my life. I didn't. I survived. All I did was survive and that's not living survival is not living survival is survival we want to thrive and yeah and i've been in survival mode since i think it was what talking about therapy it was like six or seven years old i've been in survival mode that's not okay the stroke was a wake-up call it allowed me to become joe 2.0 the best version of my myself the most functional version of myself which is I think a beautiful thing. So as crazy as all this stuff is, I wouldn't trade it for anything because I actually like who I am right now. You know, I like what I'm becoming and I like the fact that I'm able to to help people find their way that I wish I would have had somebody to help guide me in that way. You know? Yeah. I think that honestly, take care of yourself out there. Don't let yourself have a stroke if it's preventable. Like Joe's was like preventable. Like 80% of all strokes <laughs> out there, preventable. But Sometimes if anything happens in your life that you're not happy about, whether it be in a medical emergency or just a life event, life. I think that the biggest thing to do is to try to always see what is the lesson? What am I supposed to learn from this experience? And that's what Joe really did after his stroke. And like before the stroke, Joe would never meditate. He was like, not everybody. He was like, not everybody can meditate. I couldn't. I honestly couldn't because, again, being a recovering Catholic, whenever things got quiet in my head when or around me, I would go very dark and I would go immediately to the darkest place. If you guys have seen Watchmen, there's a scene where Dr. Manhattan is trying to show the Silk Spectre. Like, she's like, well, show me. And he's like, no, it's not going to work. And she's like, ah. And he's like showing her this thing from her past, like open her eyes to some repressed memories. And it got really dark. (laughs) And he told her. And she said, what happened? He says, and you wonder why I withhold things from you. You go to dark places. That's exactly how I feel. I would just go to like the worst places. Now I have this. It's not a filter. I, I just have this thing where, yes, these things creep up. And it's like, oh, wow, that's. I don't like that. You choose what you decide to focus on. Yeah, I I, want to keep in a good energy. I want to keep in a good mindset and I want to keep those good vibrations going. So I'm like, no, that's negative. That's not really going to benefit me in any way. I don't like that. That held me down. That didn't move me forward. So I focus on the things that are actually going to get me to where I want to be, you know, and it's helped me. I've meditated basically every single day since I've been out of the hospital. And this is the man who said he couldn't couldn't meditate for a minute. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I I couldn't. I would try. I just couldn't do it and i i just wasn't in the, in a mental place to be able to take a step back and realize wow this could actually save your life <laughs> meditation has actually helped me it's saved a huge chunk of my life it has it's helped me change the way that i think the way that i process the way that i function keeps you know? your blood pressure down it does you, just, it you does. decide what affects your your anxiety and your your stress, and that's really, really important. And Stella is down there devouring she's, your foot. She's literally licking my foot right now because uh, apparently I'm delicious. I mean, I get that. I get that. I like to think that I taste like uh, arroz con gandule. I do. <laughs> You're Puerto Rican, so yeah. 
it was interesting. It was it was a lot. It was uh, emotionally overwhelming, and I maintained as much as I could. But clearly, I'm not over it because I've cried like several times on this episode. I cried episode. Too. Damn it! I cried too. Well, I'm a grown ass man. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep it together because two of us crying. Stella won't know what to do with no, herself. No, she won't. She'll, she'll lose her mind. <laughs> and you know what's funny? So my dog, her job is to take care of me when like I'm getting out of hand, when I'm over emotional, when I'm having a night terror, whatever it is. She comes and she protects me because she is a superhero, right? Every once in a while at night, she'll start crying in her sleep. And the, my first thought is, oh, my God, I think I broke my dog. Mm. I think I broke my dog. You know, it's uh, because like that negative energy kind of has to go somewhere. And she's like sucking it all in. I feel really bad. I feel no. really bad. See, Enneagram. I, I, I'm a helper. No, I, I want to even help my dog whose job, who's 100 percent like of her job is to help me. And all I want to do is help her. At least she doesn't like go out and find hands and stuff in fields. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> go watch the Psych Lassie Come Home movie. It's you really did. good. You, you, you should watch it just because it's hilarious. Like the show Psych is great. It's a great representation of a stroke for our community. It, it, it really is. It, it's really solid. Again, it's not perfect. It's the closest thing that I've seen in any of these TV shows or movies uh, the portrayal of a stroke survivor. So I really like it. And I think everybody should take a look. Oh, you can watch it for free on Peacock. On Peacock. Mm. I love that they didn't make us have to pay or watch commercials. Oh, that would be watching. bullshit. You just watch commercials at the beginning <laughs> and then you're done. You just watch the show. Yeah, AKA you have the commercials run while you go to the restroom or make a snack. <laughs> and then you come back and you're like, oh, I'm just going to watch a movie. You just watch the whole thing. You don't have to have commercials at all in the middle. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. Your reviews help us grow and reach more listeners like you. Find us by searching for the Neuro Nerds on the Apple Podcast app today. But yeah, no, it was so good. Watch it. I really look forward to seeing what they do with future because I think they're planning on doing more movies. So now it's kind of like you, the show is over, but now like every couple of years you get to see a movie with the characters. And it, see it's kind of like what they did it. with Toy Story where randomly they'll be like, oh, there's like a 15 minute little mini movie for Halloween. It's like the what they did characters. with Sex in the City, but better. Why would but, you bring but up Sex right. in the City? Nobody watches that. Nobody. No, the show. Okay, so I watched the show, <laughs> but once they went into the movies, mm, it went all over the place. It's awful. It was it's all awful. Over the place. And yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not even talking about the movies. I'm talking about the show. Awful. Terrible. I Why mean, would you watch that? I mean, I enjoyed the show. You know, you know what's even better than that? Have you ever seen Paint Dry? Oh, so entertaining. But it is kind of an unrealistic, not kind of, it's a definite unrealistic depiction of New York, living in New York. Come on. Unless yeah. you're uber, 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 uber rich in no. New York, if, nobody if lives like that. If you want to see an accurate portrayal, watch Seinfeld. No, if you want to see an accurate portrayal, watch Broad, Broad City. City. <laughs> <laughs> I love, talk about another show that I love. I love Broad City, but we could go, we could just go on about the shows that Felice loves. Also, Parks, Parks and, and Rec. Rec. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> also, Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek's really oh funny. Oh my gosh. Really funny. <laughs> but, David. <laughs> definitely, definitely watch that movie. Stroke survivor or not, there's something for everybody in that, but definitely for the our brain, the brain, brain injury, injury community. community definitely. Whoa, uh, why are we saying a... everything in sync today? Woo! Woo! If you would be like Justin Timberlake, I'd be like Joey Fat One, right? If we were I... in sync. <laughs> <laughs> I got that right away, but I felt like so many people that went over their head at first. They're like, wait, what? Fa- Joey, Joey wait, Fat One? Wait, are you calling him the Fat One because he's a Fat One? No, his name's Fatone, but if you, if you separate it, it's Fat One. Huh? Come on, that's funny. It's definitely worth a watch. Everybody should watch. And again, it's for free on Peacock. All you have to do is download the app because that's the world we live in right now. We'll put a link in the show notes. How dare you take my boom, first and foremost. (laughs) Secondly, how dare you? Third and fourthly, how dare you? Third and fourthly, how dare you? That is the worst portrayal of me. That's that's, that's the worst portrayal (laughs) of, oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, is that a good portrayal of you? <laughs> I was about to call the hospital. I don't, are you okay? I don't understand what's happening. It was, this is like the, the. I love how at some point in almost every episode that Lauren and I do, and you've kept the tradition going. We devolve. Yes, we're devolving right this now. Is, this is devolving, but it was. Uh, it, it's it's pretty good. Take us home, Lassie. I don't feel like crying anymore, which is good. I actually feel like crying because that's apparently what my significant other thinks I sound like. <laughs> that that's. That's that that is the true tragedy of stroke. It's the true true. It is the true true. So definitely uh, uh, give it a look. It's it's pretty awesome. Felice loves that show. And if you don't watch it, she's going to beat me. I mean, <laughs> he's not wrong. Oh, damn.
damn. Ah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Help me. Why is it that I physically fear all of the women in my life? You know what I mean? I don't know. You you a little bit less because Lauren could like legit murder me. Hey, I got a black belt in Taekwondo, so you were surrounded fine. around ass kicking women. Don't make me tell the people the first time you try to show off your Taekwondo ness, you hit the corner of the door and was writhing in pain on the floor. That's because she he, got beat you know by what? a door. Joe Joe is just, just exaggerating and I'm telling the story all wrong. Stop that. And he's not going to allow me stop to tell. I, I am what? not exaggerating in one bit. One in the least. U.S. Open gold medalist. That's great. Boom. You Boom. know, you know what would have beaten you? Boom. A door frame. Boom. That would have beaten you. She had like the sidekick and her ankle, uh, the, the the bone part of her foot hit it and she was literally writhing in I like how he's floor. just diminishing. He, don't even wanna, like, he doesn't even want to give me that? credit right now. I hate, I hate. It's Ju- cool. Junior Olympics, it's cool. I give you all the credit in the it's world. Cool. You were fighting cool. people. That's great. Do you want to know what your kryptonite is? Door frames. Okay. Just pointing that out. Whatevs. <laughs> On that weird note, and I'm now going to hide behind a door frame because I know that's the one and only thing that can stop Felice's big ass foot. <laughs> Whatevs, Joe. Whatevs. But yeah, a oddly emotional episode. I knew it was going to be this. I wasn't 100% prepared mentally for this. But hey, it is what it is. And if nothing, I'm honest, right? Yeah. It- I'm, I'm, being, I'm being the true true. The true, true, true. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Nobody understands what we're saying, really. No, hey, the, the Rick and Morty fans get it. You, Yeah, and but that's you, not even from, I mean, it's from it's Rick. It's 100% from Rick and Morty. No, no, but I mean, like, didn't they said that because of Atlas? Cloud Atlas. Cloud Atlas. That god-awful movie that I don't saw even, two hours now worth, deep. and I was only halfway through. It's ridiculous. It's like the longest movie ever. It's so dumb. Anyway. Oh, I wanted to also say shout-out to James Rode Rodriguez. Yes. A.K.A. just James Rodriguez. Rody? The star of, well, the, you know, he's... The he's star, he's, star he's, he's Sean, the son. Yeah. And so he... Come um on, son. Come on, son. And I just love that he changed his name back to his Latino roots because he had changed his name to just James Roday to fit into Hollywood. Yeah. And, and now Hollywood's changing. It's finally evolving. Yes. And this movie was the first time that he had his name listed as James Roday Rodriguez. Rodriguez with his real last name. So, yes, I love it. Anyway, I just had to say that because I'm. Yeah. Suck it, old Hollywood. Nothing next. <laughs> <laughs> the, the former James Roday that now the current James Rodriguez mm-hmm. was my pick for The Flash. Yes. When you watch Psych, listen, you'll understand what I'm saying. Yes, he's a little fat dude now. But he's prior, not, no, he's not. He's getting that NBC money, and he looking good. He is. He, is he good. looks but good. If you look at like the first season of Psych, and then you get like his his mannerisms, you get his sense of humor. You're like, that's the Flash. Mm-hmm. That's the dude. So James, if you're listening to this episode, which we really hope you are, so that you'll come on the show and make me all my dreams come true. I really. Uh, Apparently, I would like you, James formerly Rody, now Rodriguez, to make my girlfriend's dreams come true. Yes, come on our show along with <laughs> Timothy Amundsen so we can have a follow-up episode and talk about Yeah, so we could kidnap you and recovery. keep you in our... No, no, no. no. We're not It'll probably be remote because COVID pandemic. But yeah. Yeah, just tell us where you live. No. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, we digress. <laughs> <laughs> So th- th- this has been awesome. It's always a pleasure to you know sit across uh, from Felice. It's never a pleasure to start crying in front of my girlfriend on my podcast. But whatever, you know, honesty, right? This is all part of the hero's journey. The peaks, the valleys. I just want more peaks and less valleys. I think we're we're all there now. You know? Yes. Yeah. So I, I appreciate you uh, uh, being on the episode and making me cry and forcing me to see a show I did not want to see because I didn't want to cry. But aren't you glad that I, I am? I'm very happy i'm very excited that it happened it make sure if you're taking a picture go from the waist up because i'm not wearing pants full disclosure people joe doesn't wear pants when he's at home (laughs) so so that being said thank you felice i really appreciate you being on the show and thank you just for being here just like with me yeah i i really don't know why you stood because i love you because i love you that is what partnership is about every reason to go and you stood and just thank you we all i love you i love you too i i I appreciate you dealing with my idc all the time because there's plenty of that to go around that being said another damn it tears emotions why can't i just be a sociopath
literally, I, that's it. I, I'm, I'm going to start like pushing old people down steps. Oh I'm going to start gosh. drowning no. rabbits. No, no, no. I'm going to disclaimer. Joe will not be doing any of those things. <laughs> I will in my head. No, they, even that's weird. No. So, so, so yeah. So I, I just want to point out where can the people find you, Felice? At Felice Lazay. Spell it. They don't know how to spell it. F. E L I C E L A Z A E. It'll be in the show notes. It will be. In it's the always show notes. in the show notes. Always in the show notes. Definitely check out the show notes. Please works really hard on most. Shout of them. out to the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the show notes. And and and, and yeah, we, we we appreciate that. <sighs> Damn emotions, man. I'm exhausted. So you could follow her at Felice Lize, uh, and you can also check out our website at FeliceLize.com. Well, Boom. It's just FeliceLize.com. That's what I said. I just you said FeliceLize.com. You said, you said you could check out her website at FeliceLize.com. Oh, just well, not at with the, the www at, w, no at like oh you can go to Felice Lize at, got it like got at, it got you know it what I'm saying? and you not can the, check out Joe at JoeSoRocks you can follow me at JoeSoRocks.com. that's my blog and and read about me and all of you amazing survivor stories which we're gonna be putting more you so rock features on oh there I hope so I have so many soon. ready to go yes 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 yeah so then on on the socials you could follow Lauren at Lauren El Manzano on Instagram you can follow me at JoeSoRocks everywhere. You can follow the Neuro Nerds at everywhere on this really well at the Neuro Nerds, not, not at everywhere. Well, yeah, at, well on Twitter, right? But it's at the Neuro Nerds. It's not yeah. at everywhere. At the Neuro Nerds on <laughs> Can Twitter. Can you imagine somebody goes and looks up at no, no, everywhere? No. They're I like, wait, at, this is not the Neuro Nerds. I say at everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's like at on Facebook at Joseph Rocks at the Neuro Nerds on Instagram at Joseph Rocks at the Neuro Nerds. You know what I'm saying? You know what's great? Saying stuff and then explaining it immediately. You guys get it. <laughs> so on that really weird, we explain a lot more. Joe's clearly not wearing pants in the video Felice is taking right now. <laughs> on that odd, strange note, these neuro nerds are out. Out. Yeah, you hit it at the same time. Okay. All right. One, two, three. Out. out. <laughs> there we got it. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 